Welcome everyone to the Adventures Podcast, where we talk Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and more. I'm your host, Tori, and with me is my co-host, Peyton. Yo. We have a great show for everyone this week. We'll be talking about Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom and the news of the week. There'll be time codes in the description or the show notes if you want to jump around. And with that, here's Peyton with the news. All right. We're back. We're back. We're in the new year. Uh, or at yes. least we will be in the new year. It's not the new year yet at time of recording, but it's going to be back. It's going to be back. Two-week break and we're back. Um, next week... We're going to be having our 100 episode special. Very excited for that. Stay tuned for that. Make sure you're followed or subscribed or whatever you need to do, you know, uh, to be uh, to be there for that. And hit that notification bell if you're on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, uh, we have a great show for everyone this week. Uh, You know, we got, you know, the two weeks worth worth of news that we were gone for. And there were some pretty huge things that happened. So let's just get into it. Uh, this is according to the Hollywood Reporter. And this is, this technically isn't a piece of news, but uh, I, I thought I'd bring it up because it is, I think, uh, I think there is sort of an important lesson to come out of it. Uh, according to the Hollywood Reporter, Palm Clementiev has had been cast in Superman Legacy in an unknown role, but James Gunn came out and said uh, and denied it, saying that Palm Clementiev uh, will not star in Superman Legacy, saying, quote, this is 100 percent not true. Not only is Palm not in the movie, but no one has ever even discussed her being in the movie, nor do I have any idea what role she would even possibly play. I honest to God can't imagine where where the where the Palm thing came from. It's so weird to me. Usually the actual trades aren't this far off. And uh, I bring that up for that exact reason. A lot of the times when we bring up traits like the Hollywood Reporter or Variety, generally speaking, like nine times out of ten, they're correct. Uh, they're they're always very reputable. Uh, they usually when the trades talk about it, it's 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 pretty much true. But every now and again, there is something that comes up that isn't true, and uh, this is, appears to be one of those things. Because James Gunn, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think he's ever lied. Usually, when he's like something comes out uh, about something, and he's like, no, that's not true. It, 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 it isn't true, especially uh, when it comes to the trades. A lot of time when casting comes out in the trades, he then confirms it because then it's like unavoidable at that point. Uh, so uh, it's just important to even if it's something from variety or the hollywood reporter to always take it with a grain of salt at the end of the day it is still a rumor even if it's a very reputable uh source uh but moving on to uh some other news it's uh it happened (laughs) it happened uh jonathan majors has been found guilty of third degree assault and harassment uh jonathan majors will be sentenced on february 6th he faces up to a year in prison or probation now uh when it comes to something like this generally speaking uh when an assault case like this uh and I, i guess harassment it's it's always uh iffy because it's like okay well there's a victim involved and the first thing you do you don't want to do is be like well what about the mcu but that's what this podcast is so so uh that's what we're gonna do uh marvel studios pretty much like within an hour of of him uh being found guilty uh they fired him so Jonathan Majors is gone, and according to the Hollywood Reporter, uh, Avengers: The Kang Dynasty internally is now just being referred to as Avengers Five. So, yeah, it's uh, he's done. 
which I I've I, I've never seen someone speed run their career so hard so fast like he had everything set up for him like he was the next big thing he could have like genuinely and this could be blasphemous i think he he could have been if he played his cards right he could have been like the next denzel but bro fumbled the bag harder than i've ever seen anyone fumble the bag like you had marvel like out of the gate like you were up and coming and you got marvel and he was just in a, in a bunch of other stuff that was great he was he's a great actor and then bro just had to be a dumbass <laughs> i can't imagine uh but yeah uh as far as the future of the mcu it's very unclear again they're calling king dynasty avengers 5 whether they're just going to go in a different direction entirely with a different villain or they're going to recast it's unclear i think they're calling it avengers 5 now just to uh just to have options open uh you know people are throwing around dr doom people are throwing around uh uh, uh, other villains i think they're going to do the beyonder uh but of course they could still recast if they want to go that route i was telling torin uh just yesterday that uh you know if they I, i think they're taking this opportunity to uh shift course because i think the writing was on the wall with kang that he wasn't necessarily uh successful as far as as far as like public reception went like thanos when he showed up it was like oh who's this guy oh this guy looks really cool and oh what is this in infinity gauntlet but when kang showed up other than loki uh it was it was like this is like the next bit bad we just had like a huge hulking purple cgi dude and i was just some guy now obviously we know that Kang is a massive, massive threat uh, in the comics, even some of the animated series. Uh, he can be that big bad. But unfortunately, with the way they just sort of set him up, I think they just did a poor job at doing that and showing what he is capable of. And uh, I, th- I I, think they're just going to take this opportunity to, to, to shift course. And if anyone's seen Loki season two at the end, they can they can sort of they they left it open ended they they're basically like hey we're going to be monitoring all these kang variants so basically if they wanted to continue with kang they could just say oh the tva failed at doing that and if they just want to shift course they could just be like yeah the tva has the kang variants covered yeah and then it's also a thing too where like as like as like what you said that you know public reception wise you know as you know, as the the fandom is of the MCU at the moment, they just don't seem to care for Kang, and they want like a bigger name, like Doctor Doom and stuff like that. They, you know, they they hate build up, but you know, they want to get into the the good stuff. So, unfortunately, yeah, Kang is Kang is like definitely up in the air for the MCU. They they're not gonna like move forward with them in like some sort of way in the near in the foreseeable future. Um, but yeah, um, other than that. I mean, I think I think they like like um you know, like what you said. It's definitely um open ended. Um, it's like you know he could come back if they wanted to introduce him, reintroduce him in some sort of way. But other than that, like it's it's how it is in the MCU for right now. Yeah, absolutely. And if they do recast, I really want John Boyega. Everyone wants John Boyega, but John Boyega doesn't seem to be interested. Which fair enough. He was burned on Star Wars. I totally get it. Uh. 
But man, he'd be good, wouldn't he? He'd be so good. Uh, yeah, he'd, be, he'd be so incredible. But yeah, um, honestly, I think this is sort of a blessing in disguise. I think they needed to shift course anyway. And it's going to it's gonna inevitably delay like the Avengers movies, which I think needed a delay. They were they were coming out swinging with that shit. I think it was coming way too fast. I think they were rushing into things. So, yeah, I think this is a blessing in disguise, but we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, but yeah, uh, next piece of news, uh, a new animated series, Eyes of Wakanda, is in the works at Marvel. Uh, and the sort of uh, uh, thought behind it is throughout Wakandan history, brave warriors have been tasked to travel the world retrieving dangerous vibranium artifacts. And that's sort of where that series is going to go. Uh, apparently this, this series, Eyes of Wakanda is, um, farther in development than we realize. Some, I think it's rumored that it actually might come out, uh, in 2024. That will obviously remains, remains to be seen, but, uh, it, it'll be cool if it does. I'm, I am intrigued at least. Uh, I'm curious as to what the animation style is going to be. I wonder if they're just going to stick with the what if sort of looking thing. I'd like more animation styles from them though. Um, also Spider-Man freshman year has been retitled to friendly neighborhood Spider-Man and is on track for a, uh, 2024 release. And yeah, I, I think, uh, they retitled it because I think the original plan was that it was going to be Spider-Man freshman year. And then they were going to do sophomore year, junior year, senior year, uh, but I think there were some internal creative differences uh, and stuff like that. So I, it, it, it shifted. Uh, so now it's going to be your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, whether it gets more seasons or not. Uh, I get, I guess we'll just have to see. And this is according to Daniel RPK, uh, Ant-Man and Daredevil are rumored to appear in Spider-Man four. It's rumored that Daredevil will have a sizable role in the film and is being described as a street level civil war. That sounds fucking insane. <laughs> I, uh, yes, yes, yes. I, I've, I've been saying this for years. I mean, like, of course, I mean, like, um, myself and various others are saying that, like, yeah, like, Spider-Man needs to be, like, a little bit more of a street, street-level type of thing. And one of the villains that I really want him to take on is, like, Tombstone. Yes. Like, I, I think that would be, like, a really great way to have, like this sort of like gang war turf type of thing going on because like you know and then kingpin actually has an in other than hey look it's kingpin yeah exactly and it's like you know you can introduce yourself to like you know like tombstone and like hammerhead and um yeah kingpin and like i think that would just be like so cool to like you know do in like the next Man trilogy yeah because otherwise it's like like kingpin comes in and daredevil comes in and Spider-Man's like, who's this guy? And Daredevil's like, well, there's three seasons of this show. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, and so, there's a lot of backstory to this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So so it's like, it, it would make the most sense in that way. And then like, because, you know, we've already seen like Spider-Man in space, obviously. You know, we've already seen like, you know, what, what we can do on the cosmic side. But like... You know, I just think it's just time for him to stay on the ground. It'd be, it'd be really fucking cool to do that. Yeah, there was a rumor a while ago that uh, it may be like the Sony verse, like merging with the MCU. Hopefully, that doesn't happen. What I think is happening is they're they're working on scripts right now 
but I think that's just what it is. I think they're working on like multiple scripts with like multiple different ideas and pitches uh, because they were, they've been working on the script, I think for at least a year now. And the movie's not going to be set to start filming until like the uh, 2025. So like there's, there's a ways to go uh, for this movie, but uh, Tom Holland has said himself that he is, uh, at least involved with, uh, you know, the, he knows what the stories are and he clearly they trust him now to not spoil shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but but he's clearly involved in, in some creative capacity because he's he's basically alluded to saying, like, he doesn't really want to do it unless it's good unless there's and and there's something actually good there and i highly doubt tom holland wants to merge the sony verse the mcu i mean ultimately i i it is sort of sony's decision but i also doubt disney would want to go that route either um but yeah i i i don't know i i trust tom holland and his idea of where the character should go i think he also wants a street level sort of story and yeah, if that happens, Daredevil in and having a sizable role, it'll, you know, uh, appease Sony because they seem to want some sort of Disney MCU character in every single one of these movies. Um, and Daredevil fits the bill really, really well. And it could connect to his show because in his show, apparently they're setting up like Kingpin uh, uh, running for mayor and that'll be sick. Like, yeah, it, it, it could be it could be very, very exciting. As far as Ant-Man goes, though, I have no idea <laughs> what what role he'd play. It's just like, hey, we're two bug related characters. We're both in New York. Here I am, I guess. I don't know. You know, Scott's going to give him some tips on how to be a professional thief. Have him be more sneaky so he can get into some plans. I don't know. Hmm. Or it could be like because uh, Hope has the like van dyne industries or whatever the fuck it's called i don't know they could help him or pim particles they could help him in some sort of tech aspect i guess i don't know um but people are like oh don't put ant-man in it just because the last movie wasn't that great but like he's a fun character i don't know it's fine it's okay as long as as long as i, I like i i'd like it to if he is in it i'd like it to just be sort of a cameo i'd like the focus to be you know on spider-man and daredevil but yeah, so that's that. And then we have sort of the elephant in the room. There was a huge, huge insomniac leak. Uh, before anyone gets worried, we're not going to be talking about spoilers. Uh, we will be talking about some of the things surrounding it, though. Not the spoilers. Uh, but, you know, Insomniac, who is develop- who's the developers of the uh, recent Spider-Man games. And they're working on a Wolverine game. Uh, most of the stuff that has leaked is Wolverine stuff. Again, we're not going to go into spoilers. Unfortunately, also some personal info of the employees have leaked as well. That fucking sucks. Like they, they were asking the uh, hackers were like asking for, I think $2 million in Bitcoin. Uh, and Somniac didn't, didn't end up paying that, which I think is good. Although Sony could have stepped in and fucking done something. They do own Insomniac. Um, but yeah, it's really unfortunate. The, a lot of the Wolverine stuff leaked. Like it's out there. If if you want to find it, it's it's really easy. Uh, I think not. Uh, even like a build of the game leaked. So like there is a playable build out there too. Um, but I mean, Torn and I saw a bit of the gameplay. It looks good. Uh, it looks really far along, despite the leaked release date being uh, pretty far away. 
but it looks it looks already relatively polished um it looks like the rumor was that it was going to be sort of god of war-esque and that does seem to be the case it looks very god of war and i don't know it 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 has made me more excited despite how bad this situation is for insomniac they have come out and said that they are still gonna uh you know keep the train moving they're still going to try to make their projected release date they're uh they they they're not letting this deter them which is which is awesome uh insomniac has a studio you know uh they're clearly a very strong studio and i'm happy that they're not letting this deter them but you know if 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 anything if there is any silver lining it's it just made people more excited for the wolverine game there are some people who are being annoying about it but that's to be expected um there is there were some other things that leaked uh there is one thing i do sort of want to clarify uh this that something that came out there was a spider-man multiplayer like a game that was sort of in the very early works at insomniac it though it was canceled there are some people like holy shit we're getting a spider-man multiplayer again no we're not it was canceled it the the concept art looked really cool it was like there it was going to be like a multiverse thing you could like create your own spider-man looked really really cool i imagine honestly i imagine a lot of the technical or a lot a lot of the reason why it was canceled was probably technical aspects imagine like swing around new york city and they had to like render it like all the time with several different spider-man swinging around i i could see why they canceled it but i i don't think they should put that idea off the table it could be really 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 cool if done right um there there were a couple other games also in development that i won't get into because i think when they reveal those uh it'll be very exciting um but it is it is exciting and there was stuff like spider-man 3s in development like yeah no shit um uh so but yeah it's it sucks uh but uh yeah silver lining the wolverine game looks great uh a lot of the stuff on the horizon uh seems really cool so yeah but it sucks for insomniac yeah that's it for the news of the week which means it's time to get get into our topic which is of course aquaman and the lost kingdom or Aquaman, the law. Lo- I, I, I think that's the <laughs> Aquaman, yeah, Lost Aqu- Kingdom. Aquaman, the Lost Kingdom. Most Aquaman, basic title of all time. Aquaman, the Mid Kingdom. Uh, we're going to be doing non spoilers and spoilers, but we're going to keep the non spoiler section brief because does anyone really care? <laughs> uh, but yeah, Tor, what you? What are your general thoughts on <laughs> Aquaman, uh, and the Lost Kingdom? I mean, I think the movie is like, I mean, it's something. It, was it something. is one of the movies of all time. Yeah, it is one of the movies of all time. I don't, I don't know. I think there there's some like some cool highlights of the film. Um, some cool shots. Definitely some nice pieces of the of the score. And um, I mean, there's really not much. I, I don't. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of stuff that was like missing from the film, obviously. And there's some stuff that like I wish would have flowed better. And so that would have seen better from some characters. Um, like some of them felt like one dimensional in a way. Like it, some of the stuff just felt really flat to me. But then I think it's like not the worst movie I've ever seen, you know? Yeah, it's Something. not 28 weeks later. No, I'm, no, 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 that shit's ass. <laughs> uh, 
I thought it was I thought it was okay. Um, I, I, I we're gonna g- give it a score here in a second, but it's it's one of those movies where it's like there's fun elements that doesn't really it's not very cohesive it i thought the movie started off really rough i was like I, once the movie started i was like ooh, oh no we're not in for a good ride but i think there was like a there was a turning point in the movie uh which we'll get into in spoilers that i thought the movie did improve it it didn't like it wasn't like such an improvement that like all of a sudden it's like oh once you get through that first half like oh it's not very good but that second half is fucking incredible the second, I mean, this is, it's still not great. <laughs> it's, 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 um, it's decent at best. Uh, like, like the lows are the, he, the only thing I can compare it to is, is the other, uh, lame ass movie from the DCEU, uh, that came out this year is the flash. The lows of Aquaman two are not as low as the flash, but the highs of Aquaman two are also not as high as the flash <laughs> so it's like it's really just riding that middling line um it, but yeah the lows they're not it's not great but the highs are pretty it, it, it was pretty fun at times but yeah let's uh let's give it a score i'd give it a six five and a half to a six i give this show like like a four and a half <laughs> four and a half out of ten yeah to to, to add yeah and, and, and it's and it's like a two out of five i just yeah. uh it's i gave it a six because sixes for me it's like there's good sixes and there's bad sixes like a good six is like something that's like competently made maybe i didn't i i i, di- I didn't love it or i wanted to love it i it just it wasn't clicking for me but it clearly like it's a fine movie uh and then there's the bad six which is like like it's kind of fun so the enjoyment was kind of carrying it for me but the it's not a great movie <laughs> and that's kind of what this uh this this was a, this was a bad six um but yeah well uh, let's just get let's just get straight into spoilers huh oh yeah i'm ready so the part <laughs> the turning point for me was when black manta stole the baby that's where so I was the, at the very end. No, it, well, that was not the very end. It was like three quarters of the way, <laughs> bro. Oh, it was yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That, that, that was like the third act or at the end of the. It, second that was act. like the start of the third act. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was sort of the turning point where I was like, okay, this is actually getting uh, relatively interesting. I think that was was that before or after Randall Park like did the surrendering scene. No, that was that was um after no that was, that was before. Fuck, sorry. Because <laughs> no, like he sold a baby, and then they were like, no, no, I think that was after. That was after because like I think he surrendered himself before. It, um, he did all that. That whole sequence I, is good. Yeah, I enjoyed that because then that the chick got into like the weird like jellyfish ship thing and started going after uh, Orm. Uh, I thought that was a good action sequence. Uh, and then after that, it starts to get middling again. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this, I don't think this movie starts off very strong. It's like, there's this very weird voiceover from Jason Momoa that just, I don't know, doesn't sound great and it doesn't look great. This movie is a weird visual downgrade from the first film. 
that being said, I think I I think I enjoyed this movie more than the first one, but I also haven't seen the first one like since it came out. So I I genuinely enjoyed the first the first one a lot better. I think the like I th- I think the set design and like the CGI was definitely way more beautiful. Like the colors were way more vibrant. Oh, the first one was one. way better. Yeah, and like in the, in this one, I. I think one of my problems with the this film is, like I said, like one of them is being the characters. Um, I think one of the standouts for me was Orm, because I do I do like seeing um, his character was a huge improvement over the first. Yeah, movie. His, char- his character was a huge improvement, and I do like the the like, the dynamic of you know him with Jason Momoa because like you know it's like something to where. It's like you know the, the the cliche where you have like the the the, the chill guy versus the serious guy. Yeah, they're really fun and, together. Yeah, and it's like what I liked about you know Orm's character is that like while yeah he's still like very serious and he wants to like he tries his best to like make a change. He's willing to like you know be like he, like he eases himself up to like you know like loosen up a little bit in a way. Like he's like he's willing to like have fun because he's around Jason Momoa. He's like you know you see that moment where like he fucking eats the cockroach. Yeah, the, he's like oh it's not bad actually. <laughs> it, 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 you know it's not bad and it's like <laughs> that, that scene where he's like semi Naruto running and Jason oh, Momoa's yeah. like why, why are you running like that? He's like I don't know how to run. <laughs> yeah, that was and good. He starts, run, he starts running like super fast like Captain America. Yeah, like that, the, yeah, that was that was fun. Yeah, there's good stuff in this. Um, but it's usually in like small character moments and yeah. Uh, and, and the, the, the whole, the big spectacle stuff never really lands. Uh, even the fight scenes don't feel like the, impactful. the, the fight, the fight scenes. Like, I mean, of course, like, you know, it's like, you know, it's, you know, competent choreography, but they're just not like, yeah, they, they don't last long enough. And, you know, one of the, mo- one of the things that like, before I went into this movie was when I heard that like there the the fight scene between Aquaman and Black Manta there wasn't enough of and that's and that and they're right like and that's also a big point of the film is that I wish there was more of Black Manta like you know it's like yeah you know you know you know the Trident is like enhancing his anger and hatred towards Aquaman and I wish we saw more of that like through like you know maybe more internal dialogue or him like struggling to like at least get out of that position of being like uh, having this intense hatred and anger yeah they clearly Um, didn't know what to do with him it's like it's like after the first movie they didn't know what to do with him but then everyone was like "Ooh, i really want to see more black manta and they were like shit (laughs) Uh, what do we do with this guy and then and then it's like okay well and then, like they like they nailed his design. It's such a like his design is so cool. It's like, so I, good. I love it. I like you know I love how you know it. He is more powerful, like you know, with the beams and like how he's like. I wish they just made him in like a more of a threat. And and oddly, we didn't see enough of him in the suit. A lot of it was just him yeah. talking to other people in his crew and like Randall Park and stuff, uh, who we alluded to earlier also a highlight of this film he's always great 
Yeah, Vin, yeah. I, honestly, I thought like, dude, there's a part where I thought he was going to die, and I like, I, I think if he had died, I probably would have just been super duper upset. I probably would have given this movie half half a star if Jesus. he died. <laughs> like, I, I was like, I was really just like, please do not die, please do not die, and like, and thank God he lived. And, you know, I, I really just felt like. You know, he he just made the movie like a little bit more tolerable to me. Um, but yeah, like you know, like you said with Black Manta, like there wasn't enough of him in the suit, and like I, there was like this one corny ass dialogue he did where he said to Aquaman, he's like, Aquaman, first you take his first you, you take, take the his throne, throne, then you take you his take girl. His woman. Shame, uh, on, shame you. on you! Oh my god! I kind of like, love it. I was like, I kind of love is, it. I'm like, this is corny, but it's so funny because <laughs> the way he's like, Aquaman, shame on you. Yeah. Like, oh my god! I, but I like, I wanted more of that. It's just, it's so yeah, it's, it's humorous. It's corny, but in a comic booky way. It's not just corny in a uh kind of way. You yeah. know? Yeah, and in, it, it's like yeah, like you know, I I wish that like I wish it was more. I wish it was there was more fights with him. Um, and, and then like also at the end, I mean, it makes sense, but I mean, it makes sense in two ways because of his character and how there's no longer going to be a DCEU, but the way he goes out, bro really said, nah, I'm gonna do my own thing. (laughs) And then just fuck. And then like, you got to fucking like lands on his back bro it fucking breaks his back as he fucking just falls towards his demise like come yeah, the they fuck really on had like, they were give, like let's really make this, this man, final give this man some fucking dignity after wasting his fucking character yeah at least twice. let him like die in a fight with Aquaman like because like, what I thought was gonna happen he was gonna Aquaman was gonna offer his hand he was gonna take it and he was gonna be like hey bro sorry about killing your father it was a different I was an angry dude back then like like I know you can't forgive me, like that kind of shit. Like, like, oh, uh, I don't want to spoil it. Fucking, there, spoil but there's it. a who, there's who a moment cares? in Spider Man Two where oh oh that oh my fault. I thought it was the movie. No, <laughs> there's a moment. There's a moment in Spider Man Two, the game, where something sort of similar happens, where a character doesn't necessarily forgive another character, but they're like, I can't, like, there, I, I, you got to, we got to move on. Uh, and I think there was a clear moment for that to happen. And they just like, let's just make them go down a hole. Yeah. And it's, and it's like, come on, dude. Like that, like, but that's so shitty. Like, and, and so like, you know, like black Banta, like he's definitely like a character to like, you know, he's not like super duper mainstream, but like, so like, he definitely, he definitely has like a great, like you know community around him towards like yeah like he matters you know and the fact that you wasted his character like that it's fucking heartbreaking i'm like oh my god and like even like fucking like yaya abdul mateen he's such a great actor he's so incredible and, and then and then it's like and it's like it's so it's so just heartbreaking i mean like, of course and i'm probably i'm definitely like over exaggerating but it's like it's so it's, it really is like it definitely really is a bad thing to like do that you know yeah luckily he's going to the mcu yeah as wonder man yeah which is good but still like and then yeah of course you know like uh you have amber heard 
her stuff was cut her stuff was cut down a lot yeah but you can you can a lot of people because it came out that like oh she is still gonna be in the movie and a lot of people were mad but after seeing the movie there's no way to cut her out of the movie yeah exactly and it's like it, it makes sense in a way to keep her in the scenes that she is in for that for that um more of that um for the for the plot there was one scene though where i was like okay she doesn't need to be here (laughs) which scene uh right we're in spoilers um it was towards it was towards the i i think it was after what when randall park surrenders that whole action sequence and he tries to chase black uh, black manta and he gets like crushed in some rocks and then mara shows up lifting the rocks and stuff she didn't need to be there for that no that's okay i don't remember yeah but it's fine um (laughs) so uh let's address uh let's address the tentacle in the room uh the squids (laughs) squids yeah how'd you feel about him he's an octopus yeah okay the the tentacled (laughs) beings how'd you feel about him i I, I just love how at the beginning um wait what was his name topo yeah Yeah, he was like, he was like, oh, yeah, like he's like, yeah, I'm with Topo, and, he, and Orm's like the cephalopod. <laughs> but uh, I'm, honestly, I was like, uh, at first when he came in, I was like, oh, and then I was like, oh, you know, he's not that bad. He, he's 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 homie. And then he, the way he little, talks, weird, weird little sounds he makes. Yeah, he's funny. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, they, I don't know. I did like. Happy. I did like when he first shows up, like on the in the desert place, and he crawls up the wall. Oh, I, I didn't like yeah. that. I yeah. didn't like the way he moved. I was like, uh. It's like, it's almost like that like, where I was like, okay, I kind of get your fear. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, God. And then for some reason, for, for some odd reason, he has, yeah, he has like the movements of a squid, but it didn't bother me too much because of his fat fucking head. <laughs> and then there. I don't know. I don't know if that was him, but like there was like a a, a part of the movie where Orm and um you know Aquaman are going to this place, you know, to is in a sense like you know talk to some guy who's played by Martin Short, and there's like a tentacle monster on the ship, and he just flies away. I don't know if that was him, but that shit fucking scared me. Um, some yeah, of the you could not catch monsters, a break. There was just like a, a squid like every 15 minutes. There, there was like, there were some tentacle monsters and they didn't really bother me too much. But overall, I think I was fine because Toppo was like funny. He was like making these weird noises. It reminded me of Perry the Platypus a little bit. <laughs> so overall, I think that I think the the tentacle factor um, scaredness, I would give like about a three. Okay. Could have been worse. Yeah, it definitely could have been worse. Had he, like, been a squid, I think I probably would have killed myself in the theater. Yeah, so you definitely, um, there's clearly a difference in your brain between a squid and an octopus as far as fear yeah, goes. Yeah, because, I mean, an octopus, I think I could, like, handle it in, like, an, to an extent. To a squid, I think squids are fucking absolutely horrible. If I could make a wish to eradicate all of them from the ocean and from the, well, from what, what we call life, I think the world would be a better place. I think there would be world peace. Um, yeah. But we wouldn't have Calamari anymore. And Calamari is delicious. Fuck, fuck them. No. Well, I mean, like, I mean, if you kill the motherfuckers, cool, and you eat them, sure. But I don't want to see them, like, alive. 
anymore. All right. Make all the Talamore you want. Okay, so sure. if we if, if, so it, squids would be fine as long as we can make squid slaughterhouses. Yes. Oh, I don't. I don't want to think about it. But yeah, like <laughs> if I'm not seeing that shit, yeah. I mean, if you, if you making that shit and you eating that shit, like cool. Like I don't give a fuck. Peta is coming I'm not, after I mean, you. I'm not. I'm not the one. I mean, I can't eat that shit. But if, like you're, if other people are, you know, excelling into the squid making arts, that's cool. You know. All right. Other than that, I hate that shit. Like. <laughs> Octopuses, like they're, they're, I mean, or octopi. I mean, they're, they're cool, but they're still kind of freaky to an extent, you know. Yeah, I get it. But Tapa was fun. I, I like him a lot. If octopuses were like that, like you know, they were making like weird, like you know, funny sounds, and they just were chill. I mean, I think the world would be a much better place. Understandable. But that scene where they go into that, like, where the pirates reside, I guess, uh, I I turned to you and I was like, yeah, this is very Phantom Menace, very prequels. Yeah, very prequels coded. Uh, yeah, the Martin Short character. I, yeah, everything about it was very prequels. Uh, and for that reason, I kind of enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, this kind of reminds me of the prequels. I hate the prequels, but I also like the prequels. <laughs> It's like these are bad movies, but there is that awesome. nostalgia factor. Also, like I just like love how the hammerhead shark bodyguards—they're just so funny. Oh yeah, uh, and the, the, the way they laugh too—it was funny. But yeah, in that whole sequence, I mean, the entire movie really, but that sequence especially, CGI was not looking great. Oh no, no, there were no, no, no. Yeah, there was some moments where like the CGI was like, oh my god, there was like literally a couple of moments where Jason Momoa was like, oh god, that's it's kind of nuts. And um, Nicole Kidman's character, there was like a CGI, you know, moment. I was like, oh wow. There was was also a character where. Or uh, did I say character? There's also a moment where Aquaman is talking to the like crab yeah. dude. Yeah, I was just Oof. thinking that, and I'm like, yeah, that's 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 bad. Yeah, definitely a visual downgrade compared to the first one. Uh, I just imagine it's it's crunch and and wearing VFX artists thin, just like people criticize the MCU for it, but really it's an industry wide thing. You have some gems every now and again, but yeah, it's a uh, clearly a visual downgrade for just the entire industry um and this movie was certainly affected by it um, yeah I, I told you like towards the end there like there's there was clearly some reshoots because there was some bad green screen uh this movie felt very quantumania in that it felt like it was filmed in a box like yeah i can tell there was only like it, it felt like, you know, like three like locations, like for sure. Like clearly, like when they were outside, there were some real sets and some location uh, sh- shots. But when they were underwater, yeah, it felt like they're in a box, which yeah. which it's like, obviously, that's going to be filmed on a green or a blue screen. Uh, but it didn't feel like that in the first one. Mm-hmm. so like clearly i don't know what they're doing they're like they they definitely weren't filming in a like a volume where usually a lot of that comes from unless they were filming in the volume i don't know uh but i don't think they were 
So yeah, I clearly, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. I'm not a, I'm not a VFX artist, uh, but that's just how it felt. Um, felt like they're in a box, bad CGI. Generally, there was some good moments every now and again, like again, that scene where, at the, uh, when Randall Park surrendered and that whole sequence, I thought that looked pretty good. Um, yeah. but yeah, uh, but yeah, like you said, uh, earlier, like Orm, huge improvement in this movie, uh, I really loved him and Aquaman's dynamic. Um, I like the bit uh, he's like super skinny and he gets into the water and he comes out fucking shredded. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I felt like that was like a different actor, bro. Like, like, the oh, like it's a, like a, like a head replacement. Yeah, oh, 100%. It, was, it, was, it was definitely it was definitely like a Captain America. Like first thing, Avenger for sure. Yeah, 100 yeah. percent that or they or they skinnied him down which they did that to uh rdj and endgame mm, uh, yeah for sure either either way cgi going on <laughs> yeah uh and there was only well, one I, scene where i could tell it was cg for for arm yeah otherwise it looked good which scene uh there was a there was a scene where i they were like when they got out there was one point where he was like leaning up against some rocks that i thought oh. looked off Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Other than that, it looked great. And then he came out, bro, was jacked. Patrick Wilson. Yeah, I know. Patrick Wilson was going crazy. Yeah. Um, there I'm was a good a, actor. There was a part where I really like. I really like liked. Um, it was when um, the, what the hell is his name? Look, looked like King Neptune. Um, I don't know. Do, uh, Dolph. Uh, Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, I cannot yeah, take Dolph that man seriously in this Lundgren's movie. His character, where like, like he, he's like begging for help, and then just like the close up of like Patrick Wilson making the most devious look ever. Oh yeah, and, then, like, his, <laughs> and his head just like goes away, and I'm just like, you fucking asshole. Yeah, that's, that's so funny. And then he saves him, and I'm like, but I'm like that. Like, that's like literally like. It just reminds me of like Insidious or like, or, or like the Conjuring type of stuff. That was funny. I kind of forgot that was Dolph Lundgren. I cannot take that dude seriously. Yeah, I in was like Dolph any Lundgren. other role except oh, wow. the role in Rocky. Yeah, I was like Dolph Lundgren. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was like, oh, that makes yeah. Wasn't he in the first one too? I just, I, I forgot. I haven't seen that movie in so long. Yeah, I think so. He's not good. <laughs> he's, he's just not a good actor, is he? I'm not the one. I'm, I have no. I have no further comment on that. <laughs> Cannot confirm or deny. But um but yeah. There was that point towards the end where he's like, um Atlantis like reveals themselves to the world. I was like, this is very Black Panther. <laughs> this yeah. Is, I mean no, the first I mean, one was just like, oh, this is just Black Panther. And this one, less so like generally speaking, but there yeah, that was very Black Panther. Yeah, very Black Panther. And then of course uh, at the end he's like, Yeah, I'm Aquaman. And I'm like, oh, that's a reshoot, man. Yeah, that definitely is a reshoot. You can tell by the, the framing, amount, yeah, the, the green screen, of, the framing, and the amount of blur you see around yeah. his like around him. Yeah, that was a reshoot. But also, one of my also like, I love the. I don't know. It's, a, it's a, like I said, it kind of goes into where like the character moment of Orm. But I like how he just he's eating a burger and fries with a beer. Yeah. I mean, it's it's you're after I ate a burger. Things. Huh? After I ate a burger. Yeah, I know. Didn't have a beer, though. Uh, you should have had a beer. Maybe a couple. Maybe five. Maybe yeah, 12. 
and give you a nice set of car keys as a prize. Yeah. <laughs> but then he gets a cockroach and puts it in it. Yeah. Small stuff like so, that. I'm like, ah, oh, that's fun. I like that. I know. But yeah, I grand know. scheme of things. Not great, is it? Uh, and then, uh, you know, you know what I am happy about is that, uh, well, I'm happy about it and I'm not happy about it. Uh, at the, the end fight, they beat Black Manta too easily, in my opinion. Uh, but then there's the the CGI dude, skeleton looking guy, and yeah. they just sort of off him immediately. I was like, thank God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I was like, oh, man, like, I was like, man, he's 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 a big bad. And then, like, I, I mean, I knew how he was going to go out. Yeah, but it, but it, I think it would have been like way more funnier had had he been like, ah, yes, I've been uh, I've been waiting endless amount of centuries to be reborn, and then he just gets yeah. Off by that's what I thought was going to happen too. Yeah. I, that would have been amazing. That would have brought the film up to a four, four stars, <laughs> four out of five stars. Had that happened, uh, yeah, when they were in the the jungle running away from those grasshoppers. I think there were grasshoppers locusts grasshoppers uh totally thought there was going to be a spider at one point and i was bracing myself yeah yeah i i, I was like yeah i feel like there's going to be a spider at one point but... luckily there was not i was saved yeah you were saved <laughs> I, 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 I really that. thought because there's the thing like if one of us like on tiktok like gets a squid video or a spider video the other person is inevitably going to like suit after uh, so I was like, oh no, <laughs> squids. Yeah, no. I was like, oh, there's gonna, oh no. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to live in the constant awareness and terror of, you know, you, you know how some filmmakers are. They, they're not worried about the little guy, aka me. They could have put a freaking little jump scare of a squid going into frame, and I probably would have just died. But oh, yeah, thankfully, there's that scene in the beginning with the tentacles just coming from everywhere oh yeah but yeah you're generally that. fine with that right no that's, uh, that's okay yeah yeah we'll get into tentacles later what do you mean by later something else to talk about this movie just ask it's not about this movie what do you mean we'll talk about it <laughs> what do you what do you mean you will talk about it um i don't oh I you don't, know i i, I, I like to tamara morrison was given a bigger role in this i yeah, enjoyed I, that yeah i like that I'm just I'm actually kind of disappointed he didn't put on any like Boba Fett or Jango Fett armor. Yeah, it's annoying. Mandalorian, Mandalorian armor. Just yeah. like, just kind of annoying. I turned it to well, and he was like, when uh, he was talking, I was like, like a benta. <laughs> it's yeah. like, uh, I love him. He's great. Should have been a better show though. Mm. She was ass. Also, uh, speaking of costumes, I really did like. Um, the newer Aquaman costume. I think it's vibrant. good. A lot of people hate it. It's more vibrant. It's like, you know, very, if just definitely just very Jason Momoa type of thing, you know? Yeah. It's cool. I like it. But I can't think of anything else. <laughs> I, I mean, don't, I don't know any. I mean, I just can't think of anything else. Honestly. Again, Randall Park, a highlight. Uh, he was just pretty much great in everything. He was clearly like, uh, he, he was like the audience sort of person you know yeah uh questioning the villains plan and and you know turning just, towards the end and shit like that i'm just glad he doesn't die i'm just so glad he didn't die and then obviously black manta was like definitely an issue could have been a lot more he could have been used a lot more could have been a bigger threat 
obviously not because you know wb hates black manta fortunately for some reason where wb hate black people for some reason <laughs> ray fisher yeah uh <laughs> but uh you know what was a good scene after they uh after they after black manta takes the baby and he like burns down the house and shit and they come out like that was a good scene when they come out and they're like ah shit and then tamir morrison comes out and he's like arthur they took the baby or whatever <laughs> and he's like oh no that was the a good one, scene i like that the one the one part i wish they i mean it's it's very this is a very nitpicky thing where i don't know i don't know why they did a like a slow-mo of him like just like crying they could have like cut to something else of who crying well like well yeah like um aquaman was crying and they they did like a slow-mo thing Uh oh and then there was some weird slow-mo freeze frame type shots yeah i don't i don't know like not not a fan of it like i said that's very nitpicky just a nitpick thing. Nah, I get it. There was the there was that cool shot where the power goes out and Black Manta's lights come out. Yeah, I like that. That was so cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, this should have been more Black Manta stuff, man. I don't understand. Like, why? <laughs> why? Like, just skip out on such a cool villain. I I don't know, man. DC's usually the people known for like having the good, well done villains. Yeah. I don't know, but I can't think of anything else. Can you? No. Yeah. Uh, post credit scene. No, there wasn't a post credit scene. Um, well, there was, but it wasn't anything. Um, yeah. End of the DCEU. End of an era. A decade of mediocre movies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're gonna be back in like two weeks. Uh, I think after our hundredth episode, we're gonna do like a ranking of the DCEU films. And we're going to talk about why they're fucking garbage. No, why the universe failed, what they could have done differently. We're going to be doing that. Um, but yeah, that is, that's that. Six out of 10 for me. What was yours again? Five out of four, four or five? Well, yeah, like 4.5. Four and a half. Five. Yeah, yeah, mine's probably five and a half to a six. Uh, only reason why it's that high for me is just, I, I, there was some fun moments. I did really like Aquaman and Orm's dynamic. Um, I was going to be pretty mad if they were like, ah, he's still a bad guy. I was like, okay, <laughs> but they, they, they toyed with that a little bit. Like you said, with the Dolph Lundgren thing, but it ended up being yeah. cool. So that's, that sort of saved that for me. Uh, but yeah, I had, I had some fun with it, but overall not great. Uh, just like the first one, <laughs> because that's, that's pretty much what the first one is not a great movie, but some fun. It, it, there's some fun, interesting visuals. Uh, this one, pretty fun bad movie not great visuals but maybe aquaman maybe the first one's effects don't don't hold up but i also don't want to rewatch it so anyway would you watch the past couple weeks no uh, let me see you went on a fucking spree let me go on my handy day I'm, I'm not done yet i know you're not no i'm not done yet what did i leave off on last uh, time oh now i gotta go to your letterbox was it Okay, I think it was Maze Runner. It was Maze Runner. Holy shit, you've been giving ratings to all the MCU movies. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, I did. Uh, Or did you leave off on minus one? Godzilla minus one? Oh, wait. 500 Days of Summer. We talked about that. 
I'm sure it was Maze Runner. Maze Runner. Okay, maybe it was Maze Runner. I think you're right. Okay. So what I watched the what I watched after that was at Eternity's at, at Eternity's Gate with Willem Dafoe, and it's like as he plays his um he plays a Van Gogh in his final years of being a painter, and I think it's a really cool like film. It's very personal. I love like how it's shot. It's like you know lots of handheld and like not much like going on with in terms of like like camera movement you know there's not like like i'm just saying like there's not like dollies or anything like that it's very mostly handheld and it's it's a really cool movie and it's kind of shows like like why van gogh is a painter and like how people criticize his painting because it's not like you know it's, it's not like the norm in a way you know yeah. it also has also has oscar isaac and stuff like that and, he, and he, he's cool in it but overall i really liked it it was really cool it's really oscar isaac's in one. it yeah he's a, yeah he's in it oh he's not in it he's not in it like, like a lot though but like he, he he's he's good but overall i turned his is good and i rewatched man of steel that was that was cool it's longer than i thought like definitely longer than i thought i was like man this is insane um overall i think it's i think it's a i think it's a cool movie there's some stuff that i don't like um about it number one being like the ending could have been way different um of course you know not a fan of the the darker darker colors and overall i think i mean overall henry cavill is a superman that i wish we had got more of Unfortunately, um, then I watched the Iron Claw. I absolutely love this movie. Um, as a wrestling fan slash film film enjoyer, I just I absolutely loved it. Zac Efron put his all in this movie. He definitely deserves an Oscar. Jeremy Allen White is really good as well. Um, plays really really well as uh, as Carrie Von Eric. And overall, it, it's it's a film that, while is so beautiful, it, it's so beautiful, yet it displays tragedy in, like, such a great amount of ways. Um, and fun fact, I didn't even know this until I came home. My mom told me she met, like, a couple of the Von Eric brothers. Oh, wow. So that is actually pretty... Well, my grandpa taught some of the Von Eric brothers... Because he, he taught like fucking everybody, so that's cool that my family knew the Von Erics, which is awesome. Then I watched Beverly Hills Cop, as did I. Good the shit. Mo- yeah, the most eighties movie ever in the best <laughs> way possible. So but so many eighties songs. I'm like, God damn. I know, I know. Like even like just like the fashion, the cars, the music. Obviously, it's 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 a blast. Very eighties. Also yeah. love. I also love like Eddie Murphy's character. He's very charming, yet he is very smart at what he does. Yeah, um, I did like that. I was like, "Oh, we're in for like Eddie Murphy, like full Eddie Murphy." But no, he was—he's clearly it's competent. Yeah, exactly. And you know, he is definitely like a movie to where, like, yeah, you know, like it's pretty good amount of stakes. You know, like yeah. there's something that is going on, and I like it. Jobs at watched, risk. Yeah, and like obviously, like. You know, I, the one the one thing I was like, man, you know, he's not really like 
you know, his friend just died. And I was like, oh, I figured he'd be more shaken up about it. But of course, you know, he just wants to figure out who, who he did it in his, in his own way, you know, with him being a detective. Yeah. But it's good. Then I watched The Creator, like a cinematographer's dream, a.k.a. Um, Crazy this how the is, movie was made for only $80 million. I know. It's Rogue One Part 2 as, you know, John David Washington. He, he's so great in this movie. He's so He's so good. And, you know, uh, Gemma Chan, where she doesn't play a cheater. Jesus and Christ. Also, I really love, I really love the, the child actress in this film. She brought a lot of emotion to the, to the role. I don't know what it is about child actresses and like recently, like recently they've been like cooking, like they, they, they've been cooking like in their films, like child actresses, like years ago, they, they suck, but now like they're really good. Obviously, suck is like an exaggeration. Um, then I watched District Nine. Great, I, I think it's a, I think it's an underrated sci-fi film. I love how it's, um, kind of shot in this like document, like you know, like documentary type style, and it's definitely like a, it's something that something that doesn't happen a whole lot. It's funny because like there's a line where it's like. You know, the, you know, there's always stuff that's happening in, in like New York or California, but here it's in South Africa. When do you ever see that? It's it's something that's just it's funny. Um, it's really good. And then I rewatched In Time with Justin Timberlake and uh, Amanda uh, Seyfried. Um, it's a, I think it's a cool concept of where like you know your your life is based on how much time you have, and it also has Matt Bomer in it who needs to be in more stuff for real. And like I said, the concept of like time is like, you know, people can have like centuries of time and like they can still live. And there's like a, you know, there's a sense of immortality. And Matt Bomer's character is like, well, people shouldn't be immortal. That's not how you should like live your life, you know? And it's, I think it's a cool movie. And for some reason, like uh, Amanda Seyfried's character, uh, Seyfried's character has like, light stockholm syndrome because justin timberlake essentially captures her and they fall in love um i don't know it's kind of weird and then i re i watched inglorious bastards finally <laughs> yeah you did oh so it's so good it's so it's, good it's so good like the the like beginning scene like with chris uh christoph waltz christoph waltz brilliant Brilliant so, performance. So good. And I just love how they're like, Do you speak English? And then they just talk they just speak in English. And then he's like, Yeah, I know you're hiding them in your in your floor. And they go back to speaking French. Was it French? Uh no. German. French. I don't remember. I think it was French. And then they just start shooting out the 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 below, like the floorboards. Oh my god, that was crazy. And then like there's a survivor, the Shavana, she becomes a problem later on. It's so cool. It's 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 so good. It's amazing. I love how Christoph Waltz he could be just terrifying, but he's also goofiest shit in the movie. Yeah, exactly. Like he is, like he he's so he plays his role so well of like like making you comfortably uncomfortable at the same time. It's always a surprise it's, seeing Daniel Bruhl in the movie. I keep forgetting yeah, his I know. name. 
<laughs> Every time I see it, I'm like, oh shit, yeah. <laughs> Z- Zemo cannot, like, he, he cannot catch a hint. Yeah. Of course, you have the so many great moments in this movie. You have uh, just the way Brad Pitt speaks uh, when he's when they're talking about like scalping the Nazis and shit. You have yeah. the Michael Fassbender three thing. Mike uh, Myers, like, yeah. you know, he was a very short, uh, short role. The uh, the bit where they're all trying to, <laughs> to speak in Italian or trying yeah. to, yeah, it's so fucking funny. Scusi, 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 scusi. <laughs> I, I Italian. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're here. We are Italian. Yeah, I fucking love that. Shit. That, that was so funny. You're gonna kill some Nazis. Nazis. Kill some Nazis. It's like I, I want me a, a, a hundred of them Nazi scalped. If you don't give me them scalped, that, that that's your that's your ass. It's <laughs> so funny. It's amazing. BJ it's Novak like said. Yeah, it's the it's the most Brad Pitt role ever. Like, <laughs> um, I watched Saltburn. That is the one of the weirdest movies I've seen in my life. Um, That's what I was talking about the tentacle porn. What the tentacle porn? When? What do you mean when? What are you talking about the tentacle porn? Where? Or was that that was Rebel Moon? Oh shit. What are you talking about? Still, I was like, okay, well, you're no. still going to talk about it. Yeah, okay. So, like, ten, Saul Burn is, like, one of the weirdest movies I've seen in my life. It is. <laughs> it has a very stacked cast of Jacob Lordy, um, Barry Keown, uh, Rosamund Pike, who is in Gone Girl. Obviously very terrifying. Um, and it also has the, the guy from Gran Turismo. Um, yeah, that, that guy. But obviously, it's a very, very weird movie. It's it talks about like you know, upset like the themes of, of obsession, love, and wealth, wealth and class, and stuff like that. It's it's it's, it's a well made movie in the weirdest way possible. Um, it's on Amazon Prime if you want to watch it. It has a lot of it has a lot of weird shit in it, but I would mean, you would you say it's weirder than Titan? It's it's weird. It, I would say like they're they're weird in their own ways because Titan is like a body horror type of film, while this one is like it showcases its like weirdness in like a in a very like artsy like way like, like like nonsensical way in a way you know yeah because like the stuff that happens in the film it's like you couldn't have even gotten away with that like for like for, for what barry keon's character does it's like you couldn't have gotten away with that like at all like you would be in jail <laughs> um or something something like that but Saltburn, i think i mean it has great scenery for sure because it's takes place like in london i think it has great great cinematography, great cast. It's oh, it's a beautiful film, but it's really really weird. And then I watched Rebel Moon, um, Zack Snyder. I do like <laughs> Zack Snyder. It's um, I do like his you know visuals and stuff like that. But I just don't know what he was doing with this film. Um, I mean, overall, there is a concept that is going to be explored in the part two for sure, but this is very like, 
you can tell i know there's like a whole thing of like rebel moon is like a kind of like star wars in a way and i know like someone someone who's working on the movie at the time there's a quote saying ah, yeah you know like fuck star wars or whatever and you can very much tell where the inspiration is in terms of like even just like the so set design yeah the set design the costume design it, it, you can just tell yeah it's it was supposed to be the movie where it's like if you if you hate star wars you're like so done with star wars like this is like star wars for adults and then they fall into the same trappings that people hate star wars for yeah because it's like um like so basically they're the Ch- charlie hunnam's in the movie and he plays like this like you know this he's not really a bounty hunter but he like you know he, he collects like he's, he's pretty much like, like a pirate scouts. in a way yeah like he's pretty much like, like a pirate in a way he like he gets money somehow and they he like sets them up in like some sort of way and i'm like yeah like what the fuck is this like this is yeah the most saw worship ever and so and then so there's some parts where like of course you know the main character she has she's like going to these different planets to get an army to lead a rebellion against like people who like are fuck are like fucking over like different planets and shit like that but there's parts in the film where it's like where is this going there's a part where they go to a planet to like save some guy who's in debt and then he has to like he has to make this like bird hawk like fly type of thing it's like i don't i don't even know like what they're what zach was cooking with this didn't they um it was so fun because i listened to a review and they said i thought it was so funny that you watched rebel moon and inglorious bastards the same day because they said like the scene with christoph waltz and like the hiding the Jewish people or whatever, they like do uh, that seed essentially with uh, yeah, Andy yeah, Skirin. They, yeah, they, well, like, so basically, what happens is Ed Screen's character. I fucking hate. I hate Ed Screen. Like, not 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 him as an actor. I hate like just the villains he plays because obviously, like a villain is supposed to be annoying. I just don't like how he's good at being annoying. You know, <laughs> um, Deadpool. So yeah, pretty much that too. It's like, dude, you're an asshole. I love it, but you're an asshole. <laughs> but um, Ed Screen's character, obviously, he's like kind of like an admiral, um, in this, and basically he goes like to this planet where like there are a bunch of farmers, and he's not really like, yeah, they're they're trying to find like a like that the main character who's like, the, the woman, but they're also being like, hey, like, um, yeah, you're gonna give us like some of your crops like because you know like that's what we want and to make sure we get them for us you, we're gonna have some of our guys stay down here or whatever and uh well also what also tanks this movie for me is that there's an attempt of like sexual assault and i'm like ugh. oh yeah apparently there's a bunch of that yeah so you know like but yeah because like you know there's like this like obviously this like this girl all on the farm and like all the soldiers are there and they're obviously like at first harassing her because like she gives them water and then like later on in the movie it's like yeah we want more than just water and then like there's like a bunch of like rapey dialogue like the classic like rapey dialogue is like oh like i like them when they could put up a fight and i'm like oh my fucking god this is horrible like this is, I, I, I hate it 
And then obviously there's like there there's the one guy who doesn't want that to happen. And then he gets beat up for it. And then they're like, yeah, we're going to watch you as we take turns with her. And I'm like, like, this is fucking gross. Like, stop writing. Stop incorporating this shit in your fucking movies. It's hey, bro. Dis- hey, hey, hey. It's Zack Snyder. It's got to be edgy. All right. You're right. It has to be edgy. Z- Zack Snyder at times is like what Garth Edison is to the comic book community. I just, I just, I I find it so funny because Rebel Moon was supposed to be like throughout, throughout the entirety of Zack Snyder's career with like for the, for the Snyder bros, they could chalk up shit to be like, oh, well, this is bad. And this is bad because of studio interference, but Rebel Moon, it was literally supposed to be like the part of the draw was like, it's Zack Snyder at his most free, like it's full creative freedom for Zack Snyder. And then he puts out this and then they built in the Snyder Cut draw to it because there's a, a director's cut version of part one. And it's supposed to be it's part one, part two. There's a video game in the works like they're banking so hard on this. And the first movie that came out is just getting absolutely shredded. Yeah. And and like, 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 obviously, like there there is something that is that there, obviously there is a part two. But I felt like there shouldn't it shouldn't even be like a part two like to this like because there's so much that they could have done differently to where um it it could have been all in one movie and so um is that Zack Snyder saying like oh well the director's cut of this it's like a completely different movie I'm sure it is Zach I'm sure it is like I mean the thing is is that like there shouldn't be like director's cuts. This should be the director's cut. And he's like, in my heart of hearts, I knew this was supposed to be a rated R movie. Then make it rated R. Like, I know, like, I know that you like, you want people like more people to see it. And for that reason, you make it PG-13. But when a bunch of your dialogue is very weird and rapey, like, like, you're gonna like, it's like, oh, well, we want younger audiences to see this. And that yet that's a a lot of the subject matter. I just, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I I'm just like I I really like wasn't a fan of like some of the things that he was like doing in this movie like mainly because of like yeah the rapey de- the rapey dialogue and also like hold on I actually have like a note oh there's like a few notes I did um there's like one part where like so basically in the story there's like robots right so basically in the story there was like a king and. Um, he was like, you know, of course, sending out an army to like, you know, capture all these planets or whatever. Like, but they had a war going on, and in the war they have these like robots, right? They have like this army, and once the king died, like the robots like kind of turned into like, you know, yeah, the, the robots like turn friendly, right? So any robot they make, they not they're not they're not programmed to be like, yeah, they're not programmed to fight. And there just this one scene where like they're just like just shooting at this like robot and they're like torturing it and shit like that. It's it's like a really dumb thing. Um and I know like what they're trying to do is that like you know, in Zach's like writing, they're trying to make it to where they have this like this army is just like they're they're like playing evil, like they don't care about anything, they just want to conquer shit. But it's like you can be evil and not like there's different, there's multiple ways how to be evil without being like completely incompetent, you know. 
and also like oh yeah speaking of like ray fisher dude they like you know how like ray Done fisher dirty again yeah they, they did him dirty again like number one he has like probably at like max maybe like less than 10 minutes of screen time i would say probably like at least like i, I would say like like five to seven minutes of screen time right and like there's a part where he's you know he's trying to save like some of the people that came with him and I'll, i'm gonna i'm just gonna say it because like I'm waste. I'm not gonna like let y'all waste your time on this. He fucking dies in the most like dumb way possible, because there's, there's like this like this like turret and they're shooting at the ships and he gets shot by the guy maining like maining the fucking turret and it's like I don't fucking like this. Like you're ta- like you bring on Ray Fisher knowing that he got fucked over, um by WB. Of course you know Zag Snyder really likes Ray Fisher, and then you completely fuck him over in this movie and this piece of shit. This is horrible. Had he gotten like incapacitated in some way, cool, whatever. Like, but you kill him off. It's stupid. I don't like it. I heard they. Uh, I heard they just straight up do the cantina scene from A New Hope. Yeah, they they do because they they go because one of the the main girl and like one of the farm one of the guys on the farm they go to like this bar or whatever and they're trying to find like this this general and the you know they they get into this like little bar fight and for some reason you know how like in set, the Snyder cut people made, people's main complaints was like the slow mo shots so much slow yeah he did he did that like multiple times and they're like longer than ever i like, actually I saw like the, some uh, i saw some clips of the action sequences and they don't look great they would be better if they were in slow mo and they'd probably and, be better if it was rated r cuz it was bloodless yeah and like there was i think the best slow-mo the best slow-mo they could have done was showcase it when because like basically the main character is like she's like a war child that would that's like a best way to showcase slow-mo because you know like it's war but they do it over they do it in the beginning when she's fighting like the the army on the farm and they do it when they're in the bar they there's slow-mo shots when their gang gets captured on like this like like it like looks like um what the fuck is that rainy planet from star wars the the rainy plant camino camino yeah they they it looks like fucking like Cam- like army camino with like no rain or some shit it looks weird um all right there's a slow-mo shot when like the main character is fighting like um ed screen or some shit and it's like god damn like this shit is crazy but and then also like ed screen's character they like yeah he has like a thing to where he has like a bunch of like holes around him and that's like he's like getting like powered up and juiced up or whatever how was the tentacle porn there wasn't there wasn't that much of it honestly did you like it it's not that it's not bad it's there for like six seconds it, it, it kind of reminded me of like, oh wow, Zack Snyder saw like the boys, and he's like, yeah, let's make this guy kind of like adjacent to the deep. Well, apparently Zack Snyder saw everything and decided to put everything into his movie and didn't decide to put <laughs> do any original <laughs> shit. And I want to be clear, like I want to like this. Like I don't hate Zack Snyder like as a person. He seems chill. I just yeah, like I, like, the- I, like I thought because like with his with D, with the DCEU, like I just I don't 
mostly mostly I just I don't agree with his interpretation of these characters. But with something like doing his own sort of like version of Star Wars that's not actually Star Wars because then you don't have to, you know, follow their rules and 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 all that. I was like this could actually be incredible. And then <laughs> and then, uh, but it's like this I feel like this movie like I haven't seen it like in fairness but like I just feel like it solidifies like okay I just don't like Zack Snyder as a director and a storyteller imagine if he just was a cinematographer like like I said like I do like his cinematography like I like I do like it and I do like some of the stuff that he does sometimes like with you know like I do like Watchmen even though it's a completely different like that's a completely different sort of a different day I do like his like I do like his like visuals. It's just that like just the the writing the writing and just this is not the best in my opinion for right now. Like I don't I don't like it. Yeah, I, I, I thought like I, I thought I at least was gonna be like, okay, well this is actually pretty solid, but like this is like just like like everyone's saying it's very derivative and it's something that I just wish that there was more to like. And um you know, obviously, we got, I gotta wait for part two to see, like, if that's any better or anything. But, I don't know, man. Just not, not it. Pain. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just, like, sad, if anything. <laughs> it's like, this should be better. It's just like, damn, dude, like, like, it's, it's fucking, it fucking sucks. <laughs> anyway. But that's all you watched? Yeah. I watched. What? Um, Bro's yawning. Bro's tired. That's it. Yeah, I watched I watched, uh, I watched Paddington 2. That was, that was good fun. I don't know if I loved it as much as everyone else seems to love it. Uh, but I thought it was really good. Uh, I watched Donnie Darko. I've, I, I, I was so confused. Like, I wasn't, like, confused, but I was like, why? Huh? I should probably watch the director's cut. I think I don't know. There's a director's cut, Donnie Darko. You didn't know that? No, I did not know that. Maybe you watched the director's cut and you didn't even know it. Possibly, but apparently it's like it's more. It explains more of what the fuck is actually happening. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't know. I thought it was like I thought it was fine. I just I was just so confused. <laughs> yeah. There was like it's like a lot of it was like interesting ideas, but then I was just like, I don't know if this is is this executed as well as it could be. I don't know. Anyway, I played through the uh, God of War Ragnarok DLC, uh, God of War Valhalla. It's fucking incredible, roguelike. Uh, and I've I never really played a roguelike um, extensively, so it was kind of like my first real go at a roguelike, and it was fucking fantastic. Uh, I didn't expect that much from it i thought it was just sort of like a fun like little dlc game mode but there's a ton of story elements to it uh it gives you a lot of fun rewards it was really really great uh i also watched welcome to marwin uh with steve carell directed by robert zemeckis uh it's that movie where he's like he's like a photographer of like uh like miniature stuff like toys and shit and um a lot of it is like cgi like toys um or like figurines but it's like it's the actual actors it looks fucking incredible like it it looks 
insanely good. Uh, but unfortunately the story just wasn't as was it just wasn't really there. Um, all the stuff with like the CGI toys was like really cool. And I was like, Ooh, like, like I'm a big fan of this. Uh, but when it go when it gets to the actual, like real people, um, it's just not as compelling. And, uh, there's, there's, it, there's a plot point, a major plot point in the film that I really couldn't tell what they're, what they're going, where they're going with it. And it felt real weird. It was just, I, it wasn't great. It wasn't as good as it could have been. And Robert Zemeckis, uh, he, in his own film made a back to the future reference, uh, <laughs> uh, score was by Alan Silvestri. It was very clear, pretty good score. All things considered Alan Silvestri, the goat. Uh, and yeah, it, it, I wanted it to be better, uh, but I still enjoyed it for what it was. And I would recommend it despite all of that. Honestly, just for the visuals alone, because it's really, really creative and done really, really well. Um, and I, too, watched Beverly Hills Cop. And yeah, good shit. Good shit all around. Um, but yeah, is that the show? That is the show. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening to the Avengers podcast. If you want to follow us, we're at Avenge Nerds on Twitter. That's A-V-E-N-G-E Nerds. All one word. If you want to follow either one of us, you, reach me at, you can reach me at Zenith underscore on Twitter. Where can they reach you? At Torin Guy on Instagram. Awesome. We also have a Discord if you'd like to join the conversation there. Those will be linked in the show notes. You can also check out our link tree for any additional links you may be interested in. You can also review the show in app on Apple Podcasts. If you can leave five stars in a review, it would really help us out. Thanks again for listening to Visitors Podcast. We'll see you next week with our episode 100 special, doing a tier list of all the MCU movies. Oh. It's going to be a lot of fun. Later.